Welcome to the Gentleman Geek Podcast with your hosts Peter and Andy. Follow us on Twitter at gentleman underscore geek. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome into the Gentleman Geek Podcast. I am your host, Peter, and with me as always, Andy Hara. How are you doing today, sir? Doing pretty good, man. How about you? Doing all right. All right. Just in case you have forgotten, we are a bi-weekly podcast talking about everything geekdom. Uh, check us out at GentlemanGeek.com. You can also check out our videos on YouTube. Just search Gentleman Geek Podcast. Let's get into it. Geekly Rewind. Geekly Rewind. All right, so we have one Geekly Rewind this week. Uh, We're going to be talking about Xbox backwards com- compatibility news. Uh, they have recently released a statement uh, indicating that thousands of games will be ready um, for HDR, high, def- high definition resolution, and auto HDR support. Um, it will basically be auto upscaling standard definition or SDR uh, games from the past. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, I'm assuming what they mean by like auto upscaling of games from the past is probably anything in the library that they previously already converted for the. Uh, well, yeah. Now. I mean, it, 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 they're still going to, I think, keep keep adding more and more. That's, oh yeah. That's a definite. I mean, well, they stopped the they stopped that project like a few months back, um, and it's probably in preparation for this coming up, knowing that this was coming down the pipeline. So yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Other than that, I don't think there was much more news besides that. Just wanted to note that just so that everybody would be in the know about the kind of auto upscaling. I, I think that is a really cool feature. Um, so games on the original Xbox will be upscaled as how I'm taking this. Well, that'd be pretty yeah. cool. I mean, we'll see, we'll see cubes like we've never seen cubes before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice shiny cubes. All right. Well, uh, we'll leave the Geekly Rewind and bounce over to news and notes and get into the meat and potatoes. Boom. Taters. News and notes from everything geek. Yeah. yeah. What's Taters, precious? What's Taters, precious? All right. So some more Microsoft news. This one kind of came like out of left field. I, I'm not even sure. So I don't know if you people are aware, but I've kind of gotten off social media altogether. It's just a toxic um, environment. So I've I'm off of Facebook. I'm off of Twitter now. Um, barely ever go on Twitter just to post when we put up a new show and things like that. So my news intake has been a little bit um, slowed. Um, yep. But other than other than me sending you stuff. Exactly. <laughs> yes, but that's all relevant stuff to the show, which I appreciate. Oh, I know. Um, I've been otherwise, doing, I've, been, I've been doing the research. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, I kind of just do uh, not Google searches, but go into Google and do like gaming industry, gaming news, yeah. whatever. Um, but Microsoft is, I don't know if you want to call saving GameStop, but they're at least making a deal with GameStop and it's quite interesting. Um, so Microsoft is going to partner with GameStop to provide a semi-physical slash digital relationship. 
This is unique. This is kind of cool. Um, I'll get into it first, then we can uh, discuss it. Um, so every console sale GameStop makes with the new Xbox, GameStop will earn a percentage of digital sales. Um, now, on the top of my head, this again cements Phil Spencer's kind of uh, confirmation that physical is not going anywhere. Um, if anything, I think this is just to solidify, um, or at least on the launch of the console, it's to give it a, a nice boost in sales. Um, just to say, you know what, GameStop pushed this console instead of pushing Sony, and we'll make a tiny little contribution back to you on digital sales of the consoles that you sell. Yeah, a little kickback. Yeah, a little kickback. So uh, expect if you are going into a GameStop in the next couple months, you will probably be asked if you want to buy a Microsoft Xbox Series X. <laughs> Guaranteed. I think Badger is more like it. <laughs> it's exactly like it. And not to mention, um, not only are they going to get digital sales, but I guess this, the four people or the associates are supposed to be all walking around with Surface tablets now too. That's part of the deal. So not only will you get badgered at checkout, you're going to have them hovering over your shoulder trying to get you to buy the Xbox Series X. Great. Sounds awful. Yeah, I wouldn't be so <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Sony comes out with something. I mean, I'm I'm assuming GameStop still has some type of clout or uh weight in the retail marketplace because um uh, Microsoft could have easily went to Best Buy or Walmart and offered the same deal. Right. Kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised they didn't go to Best Buy, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Um, it seems like those places might be a little bit more healthier, maybe more market share at this point. I don't. I don't really know. But um, yeah, I mean, well, they're definitely not hurting like GameStop is. I mean, yeah, GameStop put themselves where they are themselves. So I I really don't feel bad for them. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of mismanagement. Um, the only thing I can think of is that Microsoft did go to the other retailers, but they probably wanted more of that kickback, like more of percentage and GameStop was just like, give us whatever you got. Yeah. We'll, we'll take we'll, anything. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll take the scraps. <laughs> yeah. We'll start wearing Microsoft shirts and just start selling windows, 10 computers and stuff. We, we don't want, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to be yeah. honest. Me neither, to be honest. And, um, so there's some speculation as the, so this news broke, I think, like a week and a half ago, maybe maybe right after we recorded our show. Um, however, there's some speculation from some analysts in the field. That's what you want to call them. Yeah. I shouldn't do that. They, they probably are analysts in this field. Oh, yeah. But um, some of the speculation that's come out and some strong speculation um, on the strong side is a 1% to 10% cut of digital sales, which I don't see Microsoft giving 10% of sales, digital sales. That's ridiculous. Um, that one to me is very doubtful. Um, it'll probably be less than 1% kickback. It'll probably be like 0 0.1, 0 0.2. Uh, I'd say probably one or 2%. I think that's honest. way too high, way, way too high, but uh -oh. that's what they're saying. Again, nobody's been able to confirm. Microsoft hasn't really spoken about the deal. GameStop hasn't, they probably can't, uh, talk about yep. it. Probably um, not set in stone yet. Right. Um, another uh speculation that came out is that this would include pre-owned system sales which i can tell you for uh, as a fact we used to get crap at gamestop when we pushed used games over new games from major de uh, not developers but the consoles like microsoft playstation like 
we got major heat sometimes for when a game just released. Um, and we were trying to, like, we get, like, one or two returns within the first couple weeks, or trade-ins, rather. And we try to sell the used copy over the new copy. They got really upset about that. So I yeah. don't see Game. Microsoft Game. including pre-game console sales in this. Game's fresh. You know, they, they want to sell new units, not... Yep, they got to make some money back. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not going to include pre-owned system sales. That's just ridiculous. Um, Xbox is not going to, number one, track the trade-in. Number two, retrack a new used sale purchase. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, I do wonder, though, if, say you buy your Xbox from GameStop, you make some digital sales, then you do trade it in a few years down the road. Because um, it doesn't seem like this. there's any end date to this digital sale thing. It looks like it's for just the lifespan, but... If someone does buy it, it must be account-based or account-linked because if someone else buys your used console, it has the same serial number. So do you think it would just continue on with that or do you think it would be linked to the account no, that's first signed into it? No, I think it would probably be linked to the serial number of the console. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I, I don't see how Microsoft would work around that because families have different accounts and stuff like that. So interesting. I mean, if it's for the life of the console, then Microsoft might be paying a lot of money over the years. Um, yeah, okay. um, maybe it's just a one-time deal, you know? Right. Well, yeah, I, I, it doesn't have an end date, but it, well, we don't know of an end date. It might just be for launch sales. Like yeah, that's good. For the too. first six months of the sales or something like that. But, um, And then the last kind of speculation or last question that people that I saw people asking is, Will it include other digital sales such as um, rentals, movies, music, etc.? Um, it doesn't state in what the article was able to uh, pull up. Yeah. Um, this was by Polygon or The Verge. I can't really remember which, uh, Verge. which one it came from. The Verge, yeah. So time will tell. I'm sure. I'm sure the contract or the deal will break eventually and we'll all be in the know, but well, yeah, it'll break when GameStop goes on there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But this, you know, this deal may have been brokered by, um, uh, what was the previous exec of Nintendo? Oh, uh, Ames. Yeah. Re Reggie so, fills Ames. Reggie, yes. Uh, so Reggie may have brokered that deal. Yeah, it's possible. You know, he may have actually but, somewhat but, got something back but, for GameStop. But why would he, why would he, uh, he's not really part of Nintendo anymore, so it really no. doesn't matter. Mm -mm. He's just—I think he's just looking out for the best interest of the company, which he should be because that's his job now. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, with that, we'll we'll move on to the next topic, but just food for thought there, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so this one, you—you you actually found this article, um, and it was super interesting. I think you watched the video. I read the article. <laughs> it's a long article. I should have just watched the video. Uh, well, I kind of figured you would have. No, I watched. I watched the ten minute video. I thought it was like an advertisement, so I was just like, you know what? It's I don't want to watch a seven or eight minute video or advertisement, or whatever. So I'm just going to read the article. But it was good yep. though. Um, this is a uh, Nintendo broke into Eastern Europe with a lie, um, and yeah, did you want to? You want to start talking about this one? I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, the, the guy owned. Uh, 
a very small, um, I guess you could call it electronic store. Yep. Then, um, let's say he, he was in Japan. He was traveling. Yes. He wound up buying uh, a game of watch while he was there waiting for his plane. He he, he played it nonstop traveling yep. home for the next however many hours it took him to get home to uh, to Sweden. And he became so obsessed with it, he wound up, you know, he, he had never heard of Nintendo or any of that. He, he, he wound up making several phone calls and um, yeah, uh, yeah, he was trying to get in touch with the company, and he ended up getting in contact with an account manager, account sales manager. Yeah. By, by made fax. buddy buddy. Yeah. By, by fax. Yes, by then, fax. Uh, yep. He, he sent several faxes and finally got a, a, a return <laughs> call. Yep. Um, and uh, after, you know, talking back and forth, uh, he made, you know, travel arrangements for a meeting. Yep. His flight Which he only had three days. Three days. His flight. His yeah. flight got, got canceled. He winds yep. up lying to the to yeah. the airline to get yep. a free free upgrade. Yep. Makes it makes it into Japan for one day. One day. That day ends up being a Japanese holiday, so all businesses closed. So we're on one lie already. One lie about the guy because he called or through fax told Nintendo that his company was huge and he wanted to get him recognized, yada, yada, yada. That's lie number one. Lie yep. number two is the one with the airline being canceled and having to negotiate that or lie about what was going on. Um, the third one was when he was in there, realized that it was a holiday, was not going to be able to get in contact with anybody. Um, he had to lie to the airlines again, I think, yeah, to get his, like his flight moved, and it worked. And then, and then extend his stay at the hotel. Yep. Um, yep. winds up take, winds up taking the account manager out to dinner. Yep, or, or vice versa. Yeah, he had like a three-step rule on how to handle a Japanese businessman, and always one of them was always have a gift. Uh, make them ask you to go to lunch or dinner's even better. And yep. then uh, the third one was, or I actually did it in reverse order. Um, I forgot what the first one was. But anyway, he had three-step rule, and uh, he nailed every single one of them. Yeah. So he just like kept talking to the salesman as whatever, building a well, relationship until it was, lunchtime. Don't be, it, it was don't be pushy. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, don't be pushy, which he kind of broke his first rule, but then reverted back and fixed it. Yeah. Then the second one was uh, make him ask you to go to lunch. If they ask you to go to dinner, it's even better. So he just talked to the guy until it was lunchtime, and the guy's like, oh, do you want to go to, for lunch? And then lunch turned into dinner because they just sat yep. there for hours upon hours drinking and blah, 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 blah. And then right as he was getting out of the taxi or cab or whatever, going back to the hotel, he gave the sales guy a, a, a crystal ashtray. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. It was, it was yeah really I don't want to say the whole article because it is very interesting. I would strongly recommend going to read it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I never heard anything about it until I stumbled upon that article. It's I crazy it was, how things happen sometimes. You know, just to, the set, up, just, just to set up where they got at the, the home headquarters in Sweden, they yep. got, you know, the, the Mario 
warp pipe with Mario yes. standing yep. on it, which well, thousands of people travel there every year just to see that. Yeah, and not to mention was cool his first attempt was a complete failure at selling the Game & Watch, right? On the version one yeah. of it. Then when version two came out, that one sold like hotcakes, and that's what really yep. launched him. And yeah, that he, bond he, between him and Nintendo really grew. Yeah, he, he struggled to sell the first version. He sold them, but it took him a long time to do yes. it. He lied to Nintendo about how long it took. Yeah, I think it was like 7,000 units, but he ordered 10,000 or something uh -huh. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he couldn't keep and them. He couldn't keep version two in his doors. It was like just gonzo. Yeah. So it was a really good article. It just goes on and on about how this guy basically like, you know, was that lie, cheated, steal? He didn't really cheat or steal anything, but you know the saying. No, he just, he just he, did everything he, he could he, to make it happen. He hustled. He hustled, he, and he believed in the product. That's the main thing to key on too. He really believed in the product, and um, so it was a really, really, really good article. I strongly recommend you go uh, read it or watch the video because it's I, just interesting. I think, I think the most interesting part about the whole article is that him and the the account manager still have yeah a, a very strong relationship with each other, and they yeah. they contact each other regularly. They, yeah. I'm surprised there's not a documentary about this one. Like, I'm surprised it just yeah. got written up as, like, a side article. Um, I guess the guy is known now in the yeah, industry as kind of being, a, like, a liar schmoozer type thing. But Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hey, he made it, right? He yeah, it. good for him. And good for all the people in Eastern Europe, too, because he brought it to them. Who knows well, if they hey, ever would have broken out of Japan. Well, Nintendo wouldn't have probably done as well as they did if it hadn't happened, I right. think. About the time he came on board and got, like, I think the first shipment or version two shipment is when they were launching in uh, North America. Yeah. So they had, like, two uh, sides of the, well, two sides of the globe, so to speak. Two sides of the Atlantic Ocean where they had just big booms, which is really cool yeah. for a company and really cool for Nintendo to revolutionize the uh, home console and everything, too. Um, okay. Or not the home console. They start with arcade. Sorry coin op machines all right um all right so did you have anything else you want to add with that one no that's pretty much about it on that i mean okay just an all-around cool article it was really neat i'm really happy you found that one because it was like one of those things that you just you would never hear about otherwise unless someone dug into it and in which um somebody did and they found a great story i really do kind of hope they do a documentary on it though it'd be really yeah neat. i do too i mean it, that, it was a really good really good article on IGN. Yeah. They did a really good job with it. I agree. All right. We'll move on to the next topic. Um, you found this one again. I greatly appreciate you picking up the slack uh, this last week because it's, it's all good. It's been, it's, there's been a lot of changes and uh, I've been very tired. So we'll get back or I'll get back on it. You've been on it. You've been on point with this. Um, well, trying my best. Yeah, I might have to jump back on at least Twitter just to get some of these stories rolling in again. But we'll yeah. see. Twitter's not... Facebook has been horrible, but Twitter's yeah. been okay. All right. So you found this one, Nintendo Joy-Cons coming down in price. That's huge. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't usually yeah. drop stuff in price. No, not usually. I'm kind of really surprised by this. Yeah. Why don't you give a little, um, uh, give a little info on this one? So the, um, the individual Joy-Cons are coming down... Ten dollars in price. That right now they're priced at fifty dollars per Joy-Con. Yeah. Um, they're 
dropping down to thirty nine ninety nine for Joy Con. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, is this Nintendo's way of saying sorry for the <laughs> sorry F- for the drift? F- Effed up drift in the left hand Joy Cons. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are these Joy Cons? You know, I, I've heard stories where the brand new Joy Cons are still doing the same thing. It's not good. Um, so, the only thing I can think of is that the there's gonna be some good peripherals coming out, like um, like the Mario Kart thing, the in home thing. I keep seeing that on YouTube, and I'm like, that is that is so freaking cool. The home circuit. Yeah, we talked about that uh, episode ago, but. It's a hundred bucks for one car, and I I can't justify that. So cool. It's super cool, but you can only play on one switch, so you can't play on two switches, or you can't play two people on one switch. Kind of hoping for that, like play on your TV and have one remote per person or Joy-Con per person. But yeah, but you must be able to play multiplayer against each other. It's all off of Wi-Fi. Yeah, but you have to have two Switch consoles. It's almost yeah. a one grand investment to be able to play with two people. That's yeah, insane. It's, well, you know, 400 bucks for each console or 300 no. bucks for each console. 300 for each console. If you get a Switch Lite, I guess. Yeah, the Switch Lights are pretty pretty cheap. They're only 200 bucks and they're pretty solid, to be honest I'm with still you. talking about $300 investment cost oh. for one game. I know. No, too much. Too much. I hope they. I hope they do very well, but too much. I think it's. I think it's going to do well. It, it's definitely going to do better than the Nintendo Labo. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the, see, that's the thing. Nintendo does so good, though. They they build upon all their. I don't want to call them failures because they know what they're doing. They know if something's not going to do well, but they test the market and they get it better. Like the augmented reality is a direct, um, Labo thing because you look at the cardboard. Uh, you know little things yeah. that they put on the track that's straight I, up yeah i mean I, I i didn't buy into the nintendo Labo at all i was like yeah i'm not no i'm not gonna be a guinea pig i'll wait till you come out with something cool and yeah. now i'm gonna wait for that something cool to hopefully lower in price which will probably never happen but who knows joy cons <laughs> are dropping in price yep yeah all right all right uh so that was kind of a cool thing that uh, you found as well and this last one you sent me i think last night or the night before and it, it's just it's just I laughed. funny. I laughed so hard when I found this. <laughs> uh, Microsoft sent Snoop Dogg an Xbox Series X refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> go see the video. Go Google it right now. Stop whatever yep. you're doing. Wait, I'm sorry. Listen to the end of the episode. Then yep. go search on Google. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then go search it, on Google. It's hilarious. You will not be disappointed. It's pretty sweet looking. Like, how can I get one of those? <laughs> right? It's cool. It is pretty cool. Um, it'd be a great beer fridge for sure. Which, inside of the fridge was gin and juice because, of course, oh, yeah, it was. It's Snoop Dogg's fridge. Loaded. It was a cake shaped like a standing up Xbox Series X. There was an actual Series Xbox Series X in there. Um, what else was in there? I think there's some water. Um, yeah, looked, water. Looked like there's some fruit in there too. Did you, oh no, there's yeah, eggs. There's a sugar ton of eggs. Did you see how many eggs, carton of eggs there were? No. Uh, Go back that, to the video. It's yeah, at the it's it. at the very bottom in the pullout drawer. Tons of eggs. Is that a is that like a drink thing? Do people put eggs in drinks or something? I have no idea. It, like that is a waste of eggs. Unless this man eats I, a lot of eggs. I just think that it's pretty funny that they're feeding into the uh, the internet. Yes. 
making fun of it, looking like a small refrigerator. Yeah. I think that's really, you know, to work in Microsoft or Xbox, uh, is offices. I wonder if they have like Xbox fridges now. (laughs) (laughs) I think it, I think it's hilarious that they even came up with the idea to do it. So, and, uh, themselves, right. At the end of it, he puts out an EA tagline. It's in the game. (laughs) It's like, what? Did you, why did you even say that? I mean, Xbox is teaming up with EA right now for Game Pass and everything like that, but yeah. he's like, it's in the game. It's like, what? That's not Xbox is saying. <laughs> did I didn't have the audio on at the beginning. Technically, the game is in the game. <laughs> yeah. When he opened it, did it make the Xbox boot up sound? I don't remember. That would, be, that would be awesome. Just like, <sighs> every time, that'd be cool. Pipe dreams, pipe dreams. But maybe I'll 3D print a Xbox Series X fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am loving my my uh, 3D printer. I wish I don't have it behind me, but my daughter and I finished up a uh, a paint job on one of them for a spooky house for Halloween that we made. It was pretty cool. Nice. Um, so that's been a blast to use. But no, uh, other than that, did you, uh, you have anything else you wanted to add or anything? I think that's pretty much it. I mean, that's just about everything. Other than, um, did you see the article I sent on uh, Smash Ultimate? No. Is that in here? Yeah, it's it's in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I read this. Um, So, (laughs) the Minecraft guy, what's his name? Steve? Steve, Minecraft Steve. Yeah. He is in the new, oh, he's in Smash Brothers, right? Yep. Here he's being put in. What is it? Yeah, yeah. So the character select screen uh, puts it's not the select screen. It, it's it's not? the uh, no, it's the win screen. When oh, you, when you win the match, it's, it's the the <laughs> win screen. Better. That's oh, even yeah. better. So go just Google it. You gotta Google this. It's uh basically his meat. Is it a meat or is it a club? It, well, it's it. He uses meat in the game as, okay, as a weapon. weapon. Okay. So during the windscreen, he puts his meat in a very unfortunate location. Um, and, there's a, uh, yeah. There's a quote from Phil Spencer. Although I think they coined it at the top. Did they coin it? I don't think they did. They, it was. It said it somewhere. It was basically just like um, Phil Spencer is just... He was not aware of it at all. He wasn't aware of it. it. But he had questioned about it, and he was just like, "Somebody's got to look into this, or something like that." Was yeah, like... he was not amused by any means. I'm um, trying to find it. I can't find the actual quote, but there is a quote. That's hilarious, though. Either way, it it was taken out really fast. Oh I mean, yeah, I mean it's Nintendo. They definitely just didn't QC it enough, quality check that enough to realize I can, what would happen. I can't believe that snuck through. It's, like, it, it's really it legit. Legit looks like he's bad. holding his meat. Yeah. Steve, the Minecraft guy, is holding his meat, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. So go check it out. Google it before it's taken off the interwebs forever. But it is pretty funny. It's you know whatever. It's a funny thing. But it was taken down quite quickly. But, <laughs> all right. On that note, I think we'll send it off. Uh, guys, we're getting a little more casual with this, but, you know, we're remote. 
I don't care. It's been fun. It's been so much fun getting back into it. So thank you. Follow us at GentlemanGeek.com. And you can find us on YouTube. All the great places. Love you, buddy. Thank you. This has been a Gentleman Geek production. Follow us on Twitter at Gentleman underscore Geek. Or visit our WordPress website at www.gentlemangeekpodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening.